Stampede. Garner is in 164, recorded 11 2022 Ain't no miracle being born People doing it Every day It ain't no miracle Growing up People just grow That way So it goes, like it goes Like the river flows And time just rolls right on And maybe what's good Gets a little bit better And maybe what's bad it's a And bless the child of the working man She knows too soon who she is And bless the hands of the working man He knows his soul Is his So it goes Like it goes Like the river flows And the time just grows Right on And maybe Gets a little bit better And maybe what's bad Gets gone America's excesses aren't going to escape being consequential because the rest of the world has been watching what's been happening in this country. And no matter how our government disguises its financial debt, 
how destructive our violent society has become, how questionable our moral norms. The truth is our country's faith in consumerism has led to an illness clearly seen by all. We consume 18 million barrels of oil every day to keep our economy rolling, and that can't be sustained. There's only so much oil beneath the Earth's surface, and there's evidence to suggest it's becoming more difficult to find and to extract. Don't kid yourself. Electrical vehicles aren't going to stop the Earth's climate from changing. Let me assure you, I'm not in favor of what the oil companies have done to the natural world. They're motivated to make profits. But the facts are, oil for the last 100 years runs deep and wide in our economy. A dramatic drop in the production of oil would result first in a rapid and sharp increase in inflation, and then a collapse. And that's something no political leader would ever tell the American people. No, that truth could never be revealed. Instead, they disguise the truth by saying, we must save the planet. Believe me, I'm in favor of protecting the natural world because it's where we came from and what we will always be a part of. Our DNA is shared by millions of other living things, and without their safe passage, in time, our own safety will be at risk. We belong to the natural world not the world of artificial intelligence. And we should never forget that. We like to say we're a free people, but we can never be if artificial intelligence makes us so. AI wants to control how we think.
The truth is, you've been manipulated, used to keep the system going. And you aren't free because some politician tells you so. No, you're a tool for the people with power, controlled, brainwashed to want more. You aren't allowed to see what you've become, and that's part of the illness. You can't ever be told what is happening, because you have to keep wanting more no matter the circumstances. Our politicians will tell us we're a great people, and we can accomplish anything. Well, that's part of the deceit, the false hope of what we were in the past, not what we've become or will be. Look around you. Have the demands that you get more made you content? No, you know something is wrong. The unending violence, the deceptions, the false realization that our government's debt can be managed, that all you should do is sit and watch an electrical screen for 15 hours a day, and that will make for a better reality. No, that's only part of the problem. You see, there's fear when you can't get more that what you've been promised isn't coming true. In fact, the worst has yet to come. No politician will admit that inflation may become much worse in this country. To tell the American people what is about to happen isn't what our leaders will do. No, they will attempt to make people believe that everything is good, that there's nothing to worry about, because... We're still the greatest country on earth. But that's part of the propaganda, the lie to keep you in line. The hope for a new way of living isn't coming true. Our government's monetary policy to stem inflation with the Federal Reserve can't stop a collapse in cyber currency. Or even worse, the realization that this country is running out of oil. No, our government's monetary policy can't help when people aren't able to fill up their cars at gas stations.
Freedom of expression is widely protected under the First Amendment of our Constitution. But the people in power who control our governmental law enforcement agencies, such as the United States Department of Justice, which includes the FBI, the DEA, the FTF, the DHS, the HSI, the USSS, and many more, not including independent agencies like the CIA and the U.S. Postal Service, have been secretly listening in to what the American people are saying. Or, put another way, our government is spying on the public. When James Clapper, the director of the National Intelligence Agency, was asked in a congressional hearing whether Americans were being spied upon, he couldn't or wouldn't deny that. When discontent comes from social and economic policies in a society, the people in power want to be assured their place is secure. For example, in Saudi Arabia, a journalist like Jamal Khashoggi was murdered because he opposed the policies of the Saudi monarchy. We like to think in America that can't happen because we have elections and the voices of the people are heard. But in truth, it's the voice of powerful corporate America that's heard. Money talks and walks in the Washington halls of America's federal offices. And that's who and what say how things should be done. When the Russian Revolution of 1917 began, the capitalists in this country realized a red threat could end their existence and their profits. In 1918, when the Bolsheviks executed the Tsar and his family, it made it clear people of any society had to be controlled. The Russian Revolution ended in 1923 with the establishment of the Soviet Union. And in this country, the powerful interests that ruled America knew they had to weed out communists. But America had its own problems with the collapse of the stock market in 1928 and the oncoming depression of the 30s. But other threats kept bubbling up, and corporate America prepared for war in Asia and Europe. With victory in World War II, Corporate America realized that war was good for business and the economy, and it served many purposes. Easy come, easy go, that's the way. Love must have its day, then as it came, let it go. No remorse, no 
regret We should part Exactly as we met Just easy come Easy go Love has fooled us It has cooled us Once it ruled us But now we're free We'll be happy In remembering That we found love Easily Easy come Easy go That's the way If love must have its day, then as it came, oh, let it go. No remorse, no regret, we should part exactly as we met, just easy come, easy go. of romantic dangers But now that it ends let's be friends and not to strangers Easy come Easy go Here we are So darling au revoir During the 20th century, to keep control, corporate America not only saw that war was profitable, it needed to incentivize the American public to work and to be patriotic. What could be better than making people wanting more? So consumerism became the basis of our economy, and that meant we needed oil, and a lot of it not just to keep our domestic progress rolling along, but to supply our efforts militarily abroad. Conflicts like the Korean War, Vietnam, and supplying our naval fleets across the world all needed lots of fuel, cheap fuel. We stationed military bases around the world, and our U.S. Congress went along with funding it. It was all great for the military-industrial complex. We could keep building weapons, aircraft, and ships, and everything that went along with them, because America's corporate world had a blank check from the government to spend as much money as it wanted, and it was working. Prices for everything started going up. That $15,000 two-bedroom house with a backyard and indoor plumbing, electrical refrigerator and stove with a garage and a laundry room with washing and drying machines turned up to $35,000. 
and why shouldn't it? Consumerism made you want more. So in a couple of years, paying $35,000 for that same house turned out to be cheap. And then $75,000 became the new price. Hell, you couldn't find the $75,000 house when all of a sudden it cost $150,000. And that's when cracks started to show up. Or should I say bubbles started to burst. And bank foreclosures started breaking loose with a few recessions thrown in for good measure. It didn't matter because we were living with a fail-safe system and we could keep consumers wanting more and a government that could issue billions of dollars in debt. But billions started to turn into trillions. And why should it stop? We were the greatest nation on earth. People at sporting events chanted, USA, USA. never forgive what has been done in the name of consumerism. It brought the propagandists, spinning the truth to keep the powerful, to deceive for profits, to produce an entire class of homelessness, a society weakened by every possible addiction, an illness of violence, a love of avarice. No, I'll never forgive what happened here. You see, I was given something by my mother and father while I was growing up. A gift few children receive. My parents had 25,000 seedlings of scotch pine planted on our farm. And I lived with that forest growing up, so... I know something that consumerism never brings. I don't belong to the artificial world. I belong to the natural world. And it's brought a truth that no social media or an electronic screen could ever be. You see, you've been tricked into believing you'll be free by watching something that's artificial that you can win by guessing the score of a game or by the winning number of the lottery, that all you have to do is chant, USA, USA. 
and that will make you great. No, our greatness will never come from our addictions. You aren't getting better with artificial intelligence. You're getting weaker, deceived into believing it will make you content. No, that isn't coming true. But what can never happen is the anticipation that everything will always be here for you, that the profits will always keep rolling in, that the food you eat, the water you drink will be here for you. No, you've placed your hope in a false hope, the promise that you'll live on a hill in a shining city. Well, that isn't going to happen. The consumerist world isn't built that way. It says, get it while you can, and flaunt it if you've got it. The gaudy truth that winning is everything. But you can't keep winning because the illnesses of the consumerist world keep showing up. We turned our backs on something that was free and beautiful for a pocket full of profits. Right on. And maybe it's good Gets a little bit better And maybe what's bad Gets a gone Bless the child of the working man She knows too soon who she is And bless the hands of the working man He knows his soul is his so it goes, like it goes, like the river flows, and the time just flows right on. And maybe what's good gets a little bit better, and maybe what's bad. Gates gone This week on Garner Isn't, you first heard a rendition of It Goes As It Goes, 
sung by Glenn Campbell, a David Shire composition. We then heard Chante Amor Indian by Jeanette McDonald and Nelson Eddy for the 1936 movie Rosemarie, followed by a cut of Hans Zimmer and Lisa Gerard's recording Now We Are Free from the 2001 movie Gladiator. Then Ruth Edding's 1934 recording of Easy Come, Easy Go from the movie No Contest. Then a shortcut from Ennio Marconi's The Ecstasy of Gold from The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. And finally, with a cut from Campbell's rendition for It Goes As It Goes, sung by Jennifer Warnes in the movie Norma Ray. Stampede, written and performed by Edward Garner in Morro Bay and Paso Robles, California.